guys um, to YouTube first because I kept doing it vertical recording and I'm so sorry. Now I have it horizontal and I hope you can see me better. As far as IG, I think we're good over here. So this is day four of Renovate Me Lord Challenge. You guys, I have had an amazing week. It's been challenging, but hi. Um, it's been challenging. Even to get on here right now was challenging. So <laughs> I started preparing yesterday and the day got away from me today because I, my babies needed me last night and when it came it crossed over into today right I just came here trying my best to be prepared I had one baby over here bouncing the other baby over here trying to get them to go to sleep it was it was adventure and adventure to see but I made it and the Lord continues to be my strength um, that's, that's the word for this year uh, at the church that we are attending for the moment. And the Lord is proven to be my strength. I'm sorry. I'm looking at this piece of hair right here. Um, so I pray that the Lord is your strength as well. My word for the year is renovate. And that's why I, you have this challenge, renovate me, Lord. So let's go ahead and jump into it if this is your first day welcome 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 again you are a friend when you come here it don't matter how long you've been listening new old we welcome you sis okay so day one let's do a little recap is was all about um renovation time and we were discussing building up when the lord builds up anything what happens when he step in when the lord does not build up what does that look like and why how can we reverse that instead of tearing down something how can the lord build it up right in our lives day two and you know what before i move on to day two i really want you guys to know why i said renovate me lord and the main reason was because I felt like for a while I have been struggling. Okay, if you follow me on the podcast, you didn't heard all types of things. And I needed some help. I just always felt like I was on the struggle bus. And I wanted to get off of the struggle bus. I didn't feel like as a Christian, I was living a victorious life. And it doesn't necessarily mean that persecution won't come. I, I believe that the Christian life is called to suffering but i felt like i was suffering too much and i never was seeing victory because even when you suffer you're suffering if you're suffering in the lord it is for a reason and i just felt like it ain't no reason to this that's how i felt it's no absolute reason it's just chaos after chaos after chaos and that's where this thing came from renovate me lord because if I am going to struggle, right, I am going to be persecuted, I'm going to do all of this, I know that God is still for me. And I want to make sure that what I'm going through, I'm not causing it on my own. I want to make sure that whatever is going on, 
if he's doing it, I can trust him. Okay? Day two is build a home. Um, day two is, hey, Keisha. Day two is all about building up a home. And if you ever had your house renovated, let me tell you something. It's a whole process. And so, renovate me, Lord, is about the process. Sometimes we want to escape the process. But the truth is, it's in the process. If you skip all of this, let me just, because y'all need to go back to day two. If you skip the plan, if you skip the budgeting, if you skip getting a, a good contractor, your house can fall apart. You, you are not going to get the vision that's in your mind manifested out in the physical because you didn't skip the whole process. So even though it's painful, we don't want to skip these types of details. All right. Day three was all about building up the people. It was so good, you guys. And my word was edification. Edification. And simply put, to edify is to instruct or to improve. And God, when he steps in, he really does improve us. Okay? Everything from his word, from his spirit, from his son, all of it, him, himself, was to build us up. Himself was to make us better. And then also a part of edification, it said to instruct or improve, how you doing? Instruct or improve morally and intellectually. So that's exactly what God does. He does both. He makes us wiser, but he also makes us better morally. Um, and day four is what we are on. So let's go ahead and get started. God, I thank you for bringing me here yet again. I thank you for bringing everybody who's going to listen to this episode. And I pray that they go on their own journey with you, that they take this seriously and allow you to come in and build up some things in their life. I counsel and rebuke all distractions and I pray that we have a wonderful time in you today. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Okay. Building up the builder. Building up the builder. What are we going to build up? Who are we going to build up? Well, if you don't know, the builder is you. I have never seen nobody who's trying to build a house and they weak. How much work do you think you're going to be able to do? Because as women... We like to boast and we've done all of these things, but yeah, we can't even get ourselves together. I hope y'all don't talk about me because I know my hair look crazy <laughs> right now. <laughs> my hair look crazy, but that's how we look on a daily basis, especially if you're a housewife, homeschool mom, six kids, trying to build that business, you can look crazy. And I remember growing up, I don't do this no more, but I used to watch like the Maury show and all of that stuff, Jerry Springer. But the women would come on there and after being a mother or after marriage, they would let themselves go. They would be wearing the jogging pants and this big old shirt and the husband would be complaining. He would be like, 
what happened to her, you know? And ladies, I'm sorry. I've been there too. We need to get ourselves together. Because if we are supposed to be building up our home, it is no way we're going to be able to build them up that we can't build ourselves up. If we are not in strength, in the strength of the Lord, how are you going to? Just go ahead. Mm -hmm. Tell yourself that. Because as I mentioned, we both like it's a normal thing to lose yourself. First of all, it's not okay. It's not normal. And if you're going through that, I do feel for you because you can get lost in the sauce, but I want you to come on out of that, sis. I want you to come out of that. Don't get depressed. Don't get um, so cut off from other people. That's another thing. You're struggling. You can't talk to nobody. You don't tell nobody else. And other people can't help you. They don't know how to help you. You know? Um, so we're going to build up the builder, which is you, in godliness. And in a second, you're going to see why I said that. What does the Bible say about being a godly woman? Well, I have some scriptures for you. We are definitely not going to get to all of them in the time that I'm doing this, which is 30 minutes. <laughs> we are not going to get to all of these. But um, the first scripture, which is Proverbs eleven sixteen. I kind of got, not stuck on it, but when I looked up the definition, it was just so good. It was so long and lengthy. I'm going to spend most of my time on this part, just on this one verse alone. So are y'all ready? Proverbs eleven sixteen says, A gracious woman retaineth honor, and strong men retain riches. Now, I'm just going to focus on the first part, but can I give you a hint? Tomorrow is going to be about the riches, okay? We building up the bank tomorrow. Today, let's focus on a gracious woman retaineth honor. A gracious woman retaineth honor. So, gracious is courteous, kind, pleasant. Courteous, kind, and pleasant. Are you courteous? Are you kind? Are you pleasant? <laughs> Usually, we can fake the funk, fake it till you make it, until you want to know what the telltale is. Our children. Our husbands, if you're really gracious, courteous, kind, and pleasant, your children are going to let everybody know. <laughs> and they don't physically have to open up their mouths and say anything. Look at the interaction when families go out. It's, you know, do they go to the park together? After school? You know, what does that scene look like? So, there are clues that we can gather when we start to look at the parents. When we start to look at the interaction between the husband and the wife. Okay? 
The next thing was honor. Honor. Honor is, let me go back to my scripture real quick. A gracious woman retains honor. So I just define gracious. A gracious woman. A courteous woman. A kind woman. A pleasant woman. That woman retains honor. Okay? Let's look up honor. So the first definition of honor was high respect. And y'all, I wanted to talk about Proverbs 31 today. But that's going to be for tomorrow. I really wanted to talk about Proverbs 31. Because that's what came to my mind today when I was talking about building up the person. Who do I want me to be? Who do I want the ladies to be? And it was the virtuous woman. But she's going to be safe for tomorrow. And if you come back, you'll see why. So, a high respect. A gracious woman will retain high respect. Great esteem, which is admiration. The second definition is adherence to what is right or to a conventional standard of conduct. Adherence to what is right. So, I looked up adherence for us, okay? Adherence is attachment or commitment to a person, a cause, or a belief. So, are you attached to what is right? Are you committed to what is right? Are you committed to the word of God? Are you attached to Jesus Christ? Especially in the culture we have today, so many people are falling away. They are leaving the faith. They are saying they are not believers of Christ anymore. They're not Christians. Are you attached to the faith? Are you committed to the word? You know, I don't know how many times people keep trying to say the Bible is fake. You can't trust it. It's made by men. You guys, people are awesome. People are awesome. But I don't know a human being that can do what God did through the word of God. It is so deep. It is so rich. Every time you read it, it's something else that he says. Because it is a living word. And it's not just a book that you read. It is himself within the pages of the book. He literally talks to the person who's reading it. How many people are really saying that he's talking to everybody at the same time with the one scripture? You know what I mean, guys? Come on. A person can't do that. Okay? A person cannot do that. So, the second part was to a conventional standard of conduct. I looked up. I'm sorry, I didn't look up anything. Oh, yes, I did. I looked up conduct. Okay. To a conventional standard of conduct. Um, conduct means the manner in which a person behaves, especially on a particular occasion, in a particular context. I'm going to pause right there. <laughs> Are we committed to what is right or to a conventional standard of conduct? 
Are we committed to the manner in which we behave, especially on a particular occasion or in a particular con context? My initial thoughts was the culture of today. The culture of today. We are changing the definition of male and female. We are changing the the basic definition of male and female. And that, when I read that, it said a conventional standard of conduct. As the times are changing and the waves are, you know, going through and people are saying this and people are doing that as a new trend, are you following the trends of the way which is a standard of conduct. Now it is a standard thing. The the flip and the reverse of male and female is now a standard thing. Are you, woman, flipping your roles? Because the thing is, people are always trying to give us advice. Especially if you are a housewife or homeschool mom. They're going to try and help you and say... Don't throw your life away. Go get a job. Um, you know, the kids are okay. You need to have your own career to get your life back. It's a lot of things. And so, are you going with those trends that is coming after you? Or are you sticking with, you know, the standard and the conduct of the Bible? Because when we look at the scripture, it is not what's going on out here. And that's why I can't wait to get to Proverbs 31. Because you guys need to know as far as what, when a woman is in business, what does that look like? How, how does she operate? Okay, number three was something regarded as a rare opportunity bringing pride and pleasure a privilege y'all i just my heart rejoiced when i read this because honor is something regarded as a rare opportunity let me go back to the scripture a gracious woman retains honor a gracious woman retains a rare opportunity i'm going to ask you a question are you a rare opportunity? Because the Bible does say that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. Are you a rare opportunity? <laughs> and then, as far as a rare opportunity, like your character, what you are bringing to the table at home when you are a wife, when you are that homeschool mom oh my gosh or even a, a business owner are you a rare opportunity bringing pride and pleasure so the opportunities that you are giving or that you are receiving should still be should still bring pride and pleasure now, I, you know, I really don't like these words because with all words, we 
have a thought. And if you're talking about the world, pride and pleasure is a selfish pride. It's a selfish pleasure. It's all about me, 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 me. And that's honestly what's preached to women. Um, don't have your children. That's what the whole abortion is about. Don't have them. Don't have them. Your life is going to be over if you have a child. Wait. You know, I don't know how, how many years are you going to wait before you start having children? Because your body stops early. 35, you're at high risk. 40 is, is rare to have children. Your body says, I'm done at 40. So you're going to wait until when? Now, if that's how God has done it for you, because I know some women who stayed single, who are saved, and they're still waiting for a husband. And they are 40 or past 40. Um, so I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. But I want to make sure it wasn't because of pride. In the bad way. Or pleasure. You, you wanted to obtain something. And you were so selfish that you would hurt your own family. You would hurt your own children. Hurt your own husband. I'm going to go after this career. How are you doing? I'm going to go after this career. Regardless if, you know, the things at the home are falling apart. Like, that is a selfish pride and a selfish pleasure. Okay? But... The pride and the pleasure I am talking about is godly, <laughs> but it is a boasting in the Lord. Look what God did. I'm at home. I'm not saying everybody going to be a homeschool mom, but the fact that when my kids come home, if, for example, if your children are in school, when they come home, you are still mom. Like, y'all have already built a relationship. So, you are still fulfilling that role as a mother, regardless if you're homeschooling or not. I need that to be clear. There is a position that you have as a mother, regardless if you're homeschooling or not. I just did that on camera. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And it brings pride and it brings pleasure. But um, another word for pleasure is enjoyment because the Bible describes it as enjoyment, okay? It is not selfish at all. And the last thing was a privilege. My time is running super, super fast. Okay, I'm going to try to speed it up. <laughs> and as we like feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders, I want us to just kind of recycle these words it is a privilege everything that god has called us to do as women womanhood is a privilege being a mother is a privilege being a wife is a privilege being single amen is a privilege especially if you do it right god will use you in your singleness but again it's it's not it's not what I see, I'm sorry, on social media when it's all about you. You're supposed to be doing something for him in your singleness. And so when we look at singleness, it is to serve him. Honestly, it's to serve him without distraction. That's really what it is. 
Because Paul says that when you are married, your attention is on your husband. Your attention is on your family. So when you're single, your attention is on Christ. Okay? And both of them are gifts from the Lord. So don't be trying to force yourself to get married because everybody else is getting married. And vice versa. Don't be trying to force yourself to stay single. You don't want to burn in your lust. Okay? Let's balance it. Moving on. Number four says, A thing conferred as a distinction, especially on an official award for bravery or achievement. I'm still talking about the word honor. Okay? Honor can also be a thing conferred. And I looked up confer. It is to grant or to bestow a title, degree, benefit, or right to have discussions, exchange opinions. So, to grant a distinction. Are you a distinct, godly woman? Do you stick out when everybody else, wherever you are, at the store, at the post office, at the office, at work, in your house, in your family, in your neighborhood, whatever, wherever, are you distinct? The people say, what is different about you? What is it about you that's drawing me to you? Okay? And when we're talking about discussions and exchanging opinions, are your words full of honor? Are your words gracious and pleasant and kind and courteous? Are your words edifying? Are your words godly? We're, we're still having discussions if if um, godly women and men, if Christians should curse or not. But that's not the only bad words that the Lord is talking about. You get on my nerves. That is not gracious. That's not building nobody up. You ain't going to never be nothing. That is definitely not building anybody up. You wasting my time. I used to say that a lot. And instead of me saying you're wasting time, I still say you're wasting time. Instead of me saying you're wasting my time, I say we are spending time on discussing something that we can, you know, kind of drop the discussion and do something about it. Let's not continue to argue. Let's go ahead and just fix it. But instead of saying you are wasting time arguing, you are spending time arguing. Okay? And whatever other phrases that are not very nice, let's try and switch them around. Okay? I'm working I'm working on it daily. It is very difficult. It is very difficult. Especially if um you're a mouthpiece, we have to learn how to hush. I have to learn how to be quiet. I do. It's it's a difficult task, okay? <laughs> For some of us. Um and then it says especially an official award for bravery and achievement. I looked up bravery. 
And bravery is courageous behavior or character. Isn't that amazing? This, this, this is not the Bible. This is just looking up definitions on Siri, on Google. Bravery is courageous behavior or character. Let me go back to distinct. Are you distinct in your culture? Are you distinct in your genre? What, whatever it is. In your profession. Writing. Art. Drawing. Music. Are you distinct in your business? I, my business 100% is Christian. I don't have any. You will not confuse it for nothing else. No, you won't. Anyways, um, <laughs> bravery, courageous behavior or character. Are you showing courageous behavior and character when you are doing what everybody else is doing? Or when you are literally trying to live the word of God, whether it's in your home or out of your home? Are you showing bravery? And courageous behavior or character. When I first got saved, I honestly didn't care who saw me. I was about that life. I'm going to church. My daughter is going to church. And we're going to live the life. I don't just go to church. I come home and practice. I come home and do it. I read my Bible. I worship on my own. I was doing that at 19 when the Lord saved me. Thank you, Jesus. It is not a boast at all. He got a hold of me. Because what was I doing before? What everybody else, I ain't even going to say what everybody else is doing. I think I was doing a, a lot worse than everybody else. Hanging around the wrong people. Going to the wrong places. Just things that are not becoming of a lady. No. It, it's time to let those things go. Even though we see it on commercials. We see it every time we watch on TV. Let it go. Renew your mind. And follow someone who is displaying honor. Who is displaying godly character. I remember when I met my mother-in-law for the first time. Before my husband and I became married. And I felt like. It was just like. Ah. Oh, I found her. That's who I want to be. I felt that. Because. If I'm honest. I'm sorry you guys. Guys, do I need to come out? Sorry. Um, I felt like the mothers at the church, I didn't really relate to them or stick in because, like, the style. I cannot wear a three-piece suit, a hat, a purse, and the heels. I'm short. So that stuff don't look right on me. <laughs> but when I met my mother-in-law... She just wore nice clothes. So it wasn't a particular style. It was just, you know, black, a nice um, coat uh, wrapped around her or a shawl. She was covered. But 
she was elegant and she was beautiful she had jewelry on i was like oh no skin showing at all just classy a classy lady a beautiful lady didn't look old and you know beat down by the world very beautiful glowing and then not just the way she looked her spirit glowing and i was drawn to that immediately and i wanted to be her i wanted to be like her because for a long time I was searching. And what was I searching for? I don't know. I wanted to be Aaliyah. If y'all know anything about Aaliyah. I wanted to be Aaliyah growing up. I wanted to be Beyonce. But, you know, that's who my idols were. That's who I thought ladylike were, were being ladylike. And I wanted to be them. So when I met my mom-in-law, I was like, ooh, that's the person. That's what I was trying to do. I couldn't do it on my own. So the Lord had to save me, had to change me, and show me, you know, how to dress, how to speak, how to wear your hair and your makeup so you're not drawing the wrong attention, but so that you're drawing, got, you're exuberating. I'm not drawing wrong attention. I don't want nobody coming to me who don't have no business being with me, but I'm exuberating the light. I'm the light of the world. I am shining my light forth. People are going to be drawn if they want the light. But I wasn't trying to get that negative attention anymore. So, ladies, we are going to end it here. I pray this was good for you. Like I said, we was not going to get to all scriptures today. Absolutely not. Um, I pray that y'all have an amazing rest of the week we do have one more day tomorrow day five yes 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 i can't wait for that day five is about building up the bank please leave me comments share with a friend and i will see y'all tomorrow at 6 p.m same time est i love you all stay beautiful be wise be all the god created you to be and i'll talk to y'all tomorrow bye Oh, before I say bye, hold on. I forgot to tell y'all. Some of the things I went over, I want y'all to write synonyms for all the characteristics that we discussed today. So just start writing down words. And I'm going to give you a quick list. Write down synonyms for gracious, for honor, for respect. Write down synonyms for conduct and adherence. Rare, confer bravery okay i love you all stay beautiful be wise be all that god created you to be and i'll see y'all tomorrow bye